Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the weekly Thursday morning edition of the Household Express, a program dedicated to all your homemaking needs. I am Sister Amara, joined by Chef Sakya Takari, and we're delighted to be in your company up to 11 a.m. this morning. Assalamu alaikum, Sakya. How are you? Wa alaikum assalam. How are you, Abba? Alhamdulillah, you're a bit cooler today than compared to the other days. Alhamdulillah, apart from the load shedding, which seems to be a disaster today. Oh, yes, you already gone to stage five now since yesterday, but whatever it is, we just need to work around it, yes. Yeah, we do. And I think, you know, it's, I think it's, we need to work our time uh, firstly around our salah, our ibadat, and then around the load sharing. And Allah grant us ease and afia, ameen. Ameen. You know, they say if you, um, the first thing you must focus on is your salah. Mm. And then if you focus on your salah and the timings between your salah and your work, a schedule between that Allah just makes everything happen Inshallah I mean definitely absolutely yes and we look at the time how it goes by already the 26th of January corresponds to the 4th of Rajab I know and we're getting closer and closer to the month of Ramadan you know and um Yes, let me just make it easy for everybody except all our do'as and all our ibadat. Amen. Well, listeners, lots to look forward to, lots to look forward to in today's program. Well, we're going to take our guests a little bit later on in the program due to the load sharing and you've got network issues. But nevertheless, you're going to be actually chatting to you more about today on uh, pastry dough, the different types, making pastry with butter or margarine, and then how to cut your pie dough, the difference between moon dough and pastry dough, and also how to make moist fillings for your savory as well and um, we also welcome any of your cooking or baking questions or concerns you can whatsapp us on 072-786-1548 and the question we're asking you today is in what ways have you started to economize in your home you can share with us your ideas your hints your tips your ideas and then what are your most challenging part what is your most challenging part of cooking and uh, the whatsapp number is 072-786 1548 and recipes we're going to be sharing with you later on in the program is a selection of chicken fillings recipe for pies and your other savouries also Zakia will be taking us to a quick puff pastry recipe of hers and our guest uh, that you're going to be taking out later in the program would be Sister Mashwira Patel and she's going to be sharing with us or if we don't get a chance we're going to be sharing with you the chicken burrito recipe as well so due to no load sharing and network problems we're going to take our guest at about half past ten in so, Zakia, let's talk about pastry, you know. Um, can pastry g- give us the, uh, what are the things to consider in making pastry dough? Okay, so the first thing to consider when making pastry dough is the most important thing is the weather. And obviously because we are going through a heat wave and it's very hot temperatures or due to summer, um, you need to work very quickly with your making your dough and if you feel that the dough comes to room temperature pop it back into the freezer to chill it up because the most important thing in making pastry is your layers mm. your um you know your air layers between uh, your your flaky layers that's basically air layers between your sheets of dough and the only way to form those layers is by working with cold dough because as the temperatures are less and it your dough becomes room temperature or it gets more 
more hot, um, the butter tends to melt. And then when the butter tends to melt, it, um, it gets uh, integrated into your dough, which then obviously doesn't leave you with those layers. So what causes those layers of separation in air and flakiness is the cold butter laminations between your, between your dough. So that's the most important thing, working with cold water, cold butter in a cool environment. If obviously you cannot work in a cool environment, it as many times as possible needed, pop the pop your dough into the freezer to chill up, keep your laminations of butter in the freezer, keep your free water in the freezer because the most important thing for a good puff pastry is ice cold water, ice cold butter in good cold temperature. Mm-hmm, yes, uh, I definitely agree with you. And I think the best part if you're making your your pie dough, your puff, your pastry now for the month of Ramadan is to do it early part of the morning, which is slightly cooler. Yes, slightly cooler during the day. It's definitely not a good time because it's quite hot with the heat wave. Now, what is the best fat to use for butter? Now, I'm saying fat. I mean like butter or margarine. And I think most people would be using butter. And I think you get different brands of butter now, uh, salted, unsalted. Take us through that, Sakia. Okay, so when you're making um, your pie dough, obviously if you're using salted butter, you don't need to add in salt in your recipe. But if you're using unsalted uh, butter, you need to use salt into your recipe. You need to incorporate it in. But um, so obviously being a, a chef, the most important thing for us is using pure butter, full cream milks, full cream yogurts, double cream yogurts, stuff with full fat. It just adds a better flavor because remember you're not taking anything out it's full it's healthy it's fatty creamy so when i mean fatty i don't mean fatty in a bad way it has that richness to it Mm -hmm. and obviously when making pastry dough as well the best thing to make it would be butter because butter makes it more flaky more crispy gives you that good lamination obviously everybody cannot afford butter and also butter is very expensive so when Mm -hmm. we go also into the stores the stores give you the option of um, puff pastry which is made with margarine or they'll label it as butter pastry because that's made with butter and you'll notice the difference in the price. But if you cannot afford butter, you can use margarine. But when we say use margarine, we, we're talking of very high fat contents of margarine. Like you get stalk to bake. Stalk to bake you get, I think, in a 70% and a 85% and a 90% mm-hmm. fat content. The higher the fat content when making puff pastry, the better because it requires a good fat content. Why does it require a high fat content is because... When you crumb in your your flour with the butter, right? So we first crumb our 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 flour with our butter, and then we add in the ice cold water to form a dough. The fat that we're rubbing onto the flour is actually coating the flour, not to absorb a lot of the butter. But like we said, obviously, if the temperatures are hot, that butter is going to melt and absorb into your butter, uh, into your flour, as well as your laminating butter is going to melt and absorb into your flour. So it just forms a fat layer.
layer around the around your flower to not to help it prevent and have those layerings and have those uh, the ability to puff and the flakiness. Okay. Now I, I know a lot of the sisters who are listening now at the moment. Many of them are actually uh, doing home industries. They're actually making pie dough, making their pies and selling it now for the month of Ramadan. And imagine like you have lots and lots of barakah in your home industry. Amen. Then you're going to opt for margarine. Would you prefer a normal margarine or would you prefer stock margarine to making your pastry dough? So, when I studied in campus, I suppose due to the pricing, obviously, mm. we used to use Marvello margarine, right? Okay. But I'm not a big fan of Marvello margarine because you do get that synthetic butter taste mm. and flavor because they use a lot of um, essence and flavoring to get it. They try to buy, uh, bring it uh, very similar to real butter color and taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously... Um, Many people have a sensitive palate, so they will pick up. And if you're a butter eater, you will more uh, easily pick up the difference between butter and margarine and the synthetic flavors added in. Um, personally, I'm a better f- uh, option fan of uh, stalk to bake with a higher fatter content as well for your biscuits, as well also for your cakes. It doesn't have that... Um, synthetic taste of butter to it but the difference is when using butter and margarine irrespective of whether it's in pie dough biscuits or cake um due to pie dough being um saturated fat which is extracted and it's not completely um pure it does have that laminating taste that gets left behind in your mouth so uh, like when you eat in afterwards you feel a bit of like a, a laminating fatty taste sometimes uh, left on your palate that is from margarine so one of the better margarines to use is your stoke to bake okay yes i certainly agree with you that you know now as again when it comes to making a pastry you know uh they say even uh, some have actually put a grater that are rolling pan into the fridge as well to keep it cold Yes, you can do that. So I'm going to teach you a little trick today, um, which is actually a French technique, which the French came up with. And it's a very easy technique. So instead of sitting with the grater, because obviously you, so now you've got the skull grater because you don't want um, your butter to melt. But the heat of our bodies, the heat of the environment does tend to melt your butter, right? Mm -hmm. So you're going to be holding this brick of butter, even if you cut it into smaller pieces, you're grating it, the butter does tend to melt so something that i've learned in campus which is a very nice uh, option it also helps you make your pie doughs faster is all the butter that you're going to use for your lamination so normally you're using the equivalent uh, butter uh, equivalent ratio of butter that you put into your crumb as well take that butter soften it a bit right so it's uh, workable then take your um, lunch wrap or parchment paper and uh, cover it on both sides and then take your your rolling pin and like uh, hit it to level it into a block once it's like in a nice level block place it into the freezer to firm up a bit and then once your dough is ready you roll out your dough you place this 
block of uh, flattened butter in and then you cover your dough and then you can roll it out and then you do your folds as many times as you like without needing to grate butter between each every um, each no, and every that's fold. An excellent idea indeed. Yes, is that kind of a sharing? And also it helps not let your butter melt because you're working in a faster space. Absolutely. Space. Yes. Okay. Now when it comes to rolling in that right, would you sprinkle flour in between some people have a mixture of cream cream of tart and flour or mazina on its own? What would you use? What would you what is the best thing to your 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 sprinkle in between? Is it flour, uh, cream of tartar or mazina? So I know it's um it's an uh, I, I don't know of where did this originate from um but I know learning from my mom we did put the flour I mean the mazina the mixture mazina, with yes. the with the cream of tartar between uh-huh. every layer before yes. folding uh-huh. but in chef school I didn't learn that so we make our dough pop it into the freezer to to chill up a bit and then we make our butter laminations and then we put it in and then all we do is um, we roll it out fold your envelopes pop it back into the freezer for 15 minutes take it out roll it out again fold your fold your envelope for your laminations to form and that's how we go about okay if you're using butter to make your pastry and if you're using margarine right have you seen the difference in butter and margarine i think would butter puff up more than margarine uh, what, what no. differences would you see in butter pastry and margarine pastry? Butter pastry is more crispy, more flaky, okay. more flavorful. All right. Whereas margarine has that, um, the margarine obviously lamination that's left afterwards in your mouth and there's less of a flakiness and crisp, but the puff is the same. The puff is the same, okay. A quick question here from one of our listeners. With regards to stalk, I haven't seen the different fat contents. Where can I find it? I only see the 80% fat content. Um, you will find it at Pick and Pay, ShopRite, Checkers, Hyper. Most of your, your chain stores stock it. Um, I'm not sure why they're not stocking the different uh, variations, but Stork does offer you the different fat content variations, mm. starting at a 70%. And I think now also you get a much lighter, I think it's also a 50 or 55%. But obviously the higher the fat content, the better the result. Right, okay. And okay, uh, Zakia, another question comes to this. Uh, my filling oozes out of my pies. What am I doing wrong? You're overfilling it. Mm. You're overfilling it. You're not sealing it properly. Sometimes when you overfill, and you have a lot of um, you have a lot of sauce in your filling. Yes. So yes, yes. Um, if you don't maybe dock the top or make like little slits or something, then obviously there's no escape for your moisture. It has to ooze out somewhere. Right. Let's go for a short break and see if I can get all of our guests, Mashura Patia. If not, we're going to continue with the program and we. Um, we're actually taking all your cooking and baking questions are concerned, 072-786-1548. Uh, the question we're asking you today is, in what ways have you started to economize in your home share with us? And also, what are your most challenging, what is your most challenging part of cooking? Please share with us, 072-786-1548. Stay tuned. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back. Welcome back, Zakia. Well, our guest, Mashuda Patel, is on air. Let's welcome her. Assalamu alaikum, Mashuda. How are you? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I'm alhamdulillah keeping well. Shazakala for joining us, Mashuda, and uh, hope you're keeping well in the load shedding as well and the heat wave. 
Shukran for having me over. Yes, keeping well. There are challenging times, but we're getting there. Yes, Alhamdulillah. Now, listeners, Mashuda has her own restaurant based in Florida as well. Now, Mashuda, where did your love for food start from? What memory comes to mind? My love for food comes from my late mom. My earliest food memory dates back to when... As a child, I can remember my mother cooking up a storm, inviting all our family, friends over to share a meal. So today, I try to keep that memory alive, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, yes. And I'm sure you must have learned so much of your cooking skills and things from your late mom as well. Gee, yeah, in those days, we, we learned a lot, but there was no such a thing as like measurements, you know. Yes. Everything which they, they, and everything used to come out perfect. Absolutely, yes, I everything agree with you. Everything used to come mm-hmm. out perfect. But Shukar, I've learned a lot from my late mama. I must say there are days that you, you really must have when there's something's go wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, we get by the day, Shukar. Yes, I mean. Now, Mashuda, at the moment we're experiencing really hot temperatures. What's your easy-to-go meal during the heat wave? My easy-to-go meal when it's hot, it's a chicken, mango, and red onion wrap. It's fresh and it's really easy to prepare. Right. And how do you go about preparing that? Um, Normally, what we do, we cook up the chicken strips. Mm -hmm. We put the spice, whether it's mild or hot. Mm -hmm. And I keep it dry, uh, especially because it's a summer meal. I don't put any sauces or anything in there because already the mango is juicy. Yes, okay. Mm -hmm. So I slice the red onions round and then we put it on top of the fillet and then we put the mangoes. And I like to toast them. Okay. I toast it so it's nice and crunchy and it's really divine. And um, on the side, if you like to have a salad with it, you know, you can go for it. But I like it just plain, just like that. It's just a nice summer meal. Though. And you find that you just want light grilled foods in the heat wave. You don't even feel like eating sometimes, you know. Even you can just go with a smoothie, you know. And just something light. It's like a toasted sandwich. Thing. This is perfect. A chicken, mango and red onion, which is absolutely perfect. Yes. Now, Mashuda, you are part of a family-owned business. This comes with its ups and downs on its own. Many ladies want to start a business with their daughters or daughter-in-laws. What advice can you give them? Okay. Business does come with ups and downs, but what you need to remember is take a step-by-step approach. It's easy to become eager when working to accomplish a complete goal. Ladies starting out a business need to remember that opening a successful small business involves patience, time and requires you to step back to remember that you must tackle a piece of gold one day at a time. Mm. I think you have your ups and your downs, but if your mind is there, you'll come right. You know what I'm saying? Inshallah. I mean, Inshallah. And I think, you know, if you start off small, um, you make dua, you start off nice and small, and you pass the word, you advertise. There's so much things to starting off your home business, you know. It is there, but also very challenging. It's very challenging, yes, yes, yes very challenging. Especially now, um, with our two takeouts, we've got load shedding, and some days it's stressful, because, but we have to work away around. We stay open um, load shedding times as well. Mm-hmm. But you've got to have, you know, mentally it bothers you up, but you have to have a solid mind. Absolutely, yes. And I was actually coming to ask you that question, how do you manage the restaurant, uh, you know, during load shedding? You know, alhamdulillah, with me and my family, we've managed so well till last night, I must say. We're now having load shedding like three times a day. We've got guests, 
Mm-hmm. Now the only issue is when we come is is the chips, the frying of the chips. So okay, now we get scheduled time. Now we know um, this afternoon between two and four is going to be load shedding. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we pre-fry our chips. We pre-fry our chips mm-hmm. and. When the customer comes, we fry it on another pot. And we were looking at getting gas um, stoves, but apparently gas fryers are not that good. We're looking into a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But till today, we've managed, alhamdulillah, there's a few items we can't make, like nuggets and stir fries and stuff. But then they always choose something else, like a burger, or they'll choose um, chicken. And then I have got another shop, it's called Toasties. One is called Mexico Flame Grow Foods. And the one is called Toasties. So Toasties does more like toasted chicken sandwiches, toasted steak. And they have a huge variety of pizzas, which is a plus for me because I've got a clay oven. Okay, that's a great. That's it. Yeah, that's and it then we prepare a lot of pasta. So the pastas, we can use mm-hmm. the clay oven. It really is a plus to have the clay oven at mm-hmm. the moment. Mm-hmm. It's really a big help. Mm-hmm. Sugar we get by. It is stressful. But uh, you can't you can't sit back and say, okay, you know, we're going to make a plan. You got to do something. You got to do something. Yes. Yeah. If you have the means, I know a lot of shopkeepers don't have the means, mm-hmm. but we do have our means. A little that we have, we we, we carry on working. Okay. So yes. sugar, alhamdulillah, we haven't had any problems so far up to today. But it is very stressful, and when you um, when you schedule for the lights to come back at four. Now you're looking at your watch to say, is it going to come back mm. or is it not mm. going to come back? So it's already mentally affecting you, you see? Yes, absolutely. And so you've got orders to put parts, out and things like ten that. Parts, mm-hmm. quarter parts. Sometimes they, they're quick to switch on time, but they're quick to switch. I fully That's agree with you, Mashida. Yes, yeah. Mashida, we're not going to keep it too long due no, to the no, network and load sharing that. But Jazakallah khair for joining us on air today. It'll grant you lots and lots of barakah in your business as well. And Jazakallah for sending the recipe, the chicken burrito recipe, with Zaki and myself will be sharing during the course of the program. But Jazakallah khair, Mashida. Assalamu alaikum. for having me on the radio. Walaikum salam to all the listeners. Shukar alhamdulillah. I mean, certainly a pleasure, Mushira. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. That was Sister Mushira Patel. Actually, owns her own restaurant in Florida, and you heard from the challenges has to go through into a restaurant for the load sharing. But alhamdulillah, they're hanging in there and they're working around it as well. And uh, okay, let's go for a short break. When we come back, we're talking more about we'll talk about moon dough and dumpling dough. And I've got a couple of questions that came through here for Zakia as well. Like, can you freeze eggs? Can you freeze cheese? Um, also, um, a bit of more on pie dough. How do you cut your pie dough? And you know, we see on the stick videos the gadgets for moons and pies, how to seal it as well. So, let's look forward to just after the break. Stay tuned. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back. Well, we're talking a bit more about pastry dough, but we welcome any of your cooking, baking questions or concerns 072 786 1548. Well, I've got a question here, Zakia. What is the best way to make nachos? Well, everybody has a different um, way of making nachos, but basically nachos is just your tortilla chips or you can use Dorito chips in today's times because it's basically your maize chip uh, with seasoning which adds flavor to it. Then you have your beans, which you can use a cold baked beans or just a mixture of beans. And then your sour creams and your guacamole, those are basically your four components. And then a lot of people like topping it with um, sour cream and cheese. Cheese, And you can bake it. Okay. Next question. Can I freeze jalapeno for future when it's drain lots of water? 
um, would that be jalapeno fulin? Uh, I know. I think chili. it's jalapeno chili on its own. Uh, okay, so you can um, you can freeze jalapeno chilies for future, but obviously, like everything that goes into the freezer, it retains water. Okay, yes, absolutely. Okay, please, can you ask your host about malala pies? What is malala pies? Okay, I haven't heard of it. I haven't malala heard of it. It's the first time. If the listener can please give us a bit more info on malala pies, because I haven't heard about it yet. So maybe the spelling is wrong, or maybe it is malala pies. I'm not sure. But you can please uh, share more info on uh, the malala pies with us. Okay, I think it's okay. Let's go on to sh- uh, please share with us a, your quick puff pastry recipe. Okay, so my quick puff pastry is actually a very easy and nice recipe that um, you can make in your Kenwood and doesn't need to require laminations of butter. Um, So it's basically 455 grams of cake flour, 455 grams of cake flour, 10 grams of salt, and what you do is you add this into your um, into your baking machine, and then while it's mixing and combining, toss in your uh, 455 grams of butter that you cut up into cubes and that are chilled and quite cold, and then obviously that will form a breadcrumb um, kind of a texture, and then all you add into it is 225 grams of water. This allows it to form a nice dough. Um, and then obviously you don't overbeat it. So once it's combined and you have a dough, you'll take it out, you'll roll it out, and you'll fold it into an envelope, or you'll fold, you'll, you'll make a rectangle, fold it into three equal divisions, place it into your freezer, allow it to chill, take it out again, um, repeat the process another two times, which would give you um, lovely um, plus minus six to eight laminations, and then basically you can use it in any way that you'd use your normal pastry dough. So that's 455 grams of flour, 10 grams of salt, another 455 grams of butter, and 225 grams of cold water. Okay, so you can use this recipe for your normal pies, your yes, cup you pies, can. your normal pastries. And you can okay. use it for um, anything where you'd use pastry and say you don't have pastry and you can't get pastry maybe it's late or whatever instead of having this long process of making a pastry dough you can make this and you can use it within two hours maximum takes you two hours to make because obviously of your your lamination times in the freezer and what i like about it is you make it in your baking machine there's no work in your hands and so much effort and you know well, I'm definitely going to try this one out. Yes, indeed, yes. Well, dear listeners, all recipes are on the website. Go to radioislam.co.za. Of course, Sister Faiza, she's back from leave, 011-8547022. If you don't have access to the internet, she will create you, send you the recipes as well. Another question, if a pastry recipe calls for grated butter, when can I do it like you suggested, by flattening the butter, will it make a difference? Please repeat the recipe. Okay. I mean the question. Okay. If a pastry recipe calls for grated butter, then can I do it like you suggested by flattening the butter? Will it make a difference? Yes, you can. Um, instead of grating, no, it won't make a difference because at the end of... So basically when you're doing the grating of the butter, right? Because now obviously grating the butter and the, the, you want to work fast, you divide the butter into a few portions and then you grate it between each lamination. By putting this way, 
uh, you put in all your butter in at one time it's working faster in a faster space of time and then all you're doing is you're still forming your laminations and the butter will form through because your butter is um obviously um you're rolling you're rolling your dough into a big rag, rectangle you're placing your block of butter you're covering your butter right with your dough so you're rolling it out so that butter spreads out into the dough mm. now you put it into the freezer when you take it out again you're rolling it so that yes. butter in that lamination spreads over the dough and then you're folding it again so that laminated butter actually goes into the fold it's not because uh, it's not um fusing into your dough so as it rolls out and then you fold in it those lamination the lamination of butter also folds with the dough and then it that's how it makes its layers mm -hmm. so you'll still get the same effect with less stress and less mess mm -hmm. okay let's go to the next recipe it's a chicken burrito recipe this is courtesy of sister Mashuda Patel she says this recipe feeds five one kilo chicken fillet cubed that's one kilo chicken fillet cubed 250 grams of cheese, 250 grams of cheese, 5 tortilla wraps, 5 tortilla wraps, 200 grams of glocamole, 200 grams of glocamole, 200 grams of salsa, any brand, your lettuce, your tomato and your taco seasoning, 200 grams of your salsa, any brand, your lettuce, your tomato, your taco seasoning, then 250 ml of your chili sauce, any brand. That's 250 ml chili sauce, in a, any brand. Then 150 ml of your mayo or your whip, any brand again. 150 ml of your mayonnaise or your whip, any brand. And 200 ml of sour cream. 200 ml of sour cream. So she says, add your chicken to a pan with olive oil, then add your taco seasoning. When almost cooked, add the chili sauce. Warm your tortilla wraps on a flat pan. Now we start to assemble our burrito. First we add our mayo, then we add the lettuce and tomato, chicken cheese, glocamole, glocamole uh, burrito and serve, enjoy sour cream, then we wrap it up, okay? Now here also there's actually a variation to this. You can actually make up your own chicken fillet cubed into your own spices and then just add in your glocamole, your salsa, which you make up with lettuce and tomato, bit of red onion, this is a variation, your chili sauce, your mayo whip, your sour cream as well, which is optional. So you need to see how you want to make your 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 wrap as well. And it did a lovely, lovely idea and perfect for the weather as well. Okay, the water should be cold making your pastry dough, yes absolutely. The water should be cold. Then, um, Zakia, the question came in here, um, how does one eliminate the yeast smell that you get after baking? Unfortunately, there's no way to eliminate the yeast smell. Unfortunately, yeast is ferment, uh, something that causes fermentation, so the smell uh, won't, there's no way you can really eliminate, eliminate it. Okay. Let's go to the next recipe. I'm just going in between the questions and the recipes just to actually wrap up today's program okay. as well and try to fit everything in all in one as well. And, um, well, we've got a selection of chicken fillings for pies and this is uh, actually was shared by Marhuma and the Great Jai Prime. We're going to grant her and all the Marhumin genitals with those amin. Chicken filling for pies. Uh, they say make for gar with ghee only. You marinate your chicken fillet with green masala salt, chicken spice salt and mustard powder. 
cook chicken with all these ingredients, then add about two tablespoons of sago, which you soak in water for a little while. Lastly, add green chutney, mustard sauce and lemon juice, cut greens and fill pies. Now here, there's no amounts given. You need to charge, okay? And I think it's going to come to moist chicken filling. The sago actually adds a bit of moisture into your pie filling as well. The next recipe is also a lovely recipe. It's a chicken sausage rolls recipe. It's half a kilo of mushrooms chopped and sautéed in salt, pepper and olive oil. One kilogram of chicken mince. A half a cup spring onions. Two eggs. One and a half teaspoons of lemon pepper, green masala. One and a quarter cups fresh breadcrumbs. A half a cup of chopped parsley. Two teaspoons salt. 1 teaspoon black pepper, the method, mix everything together and fill as for sausage rolls and enjoy it. Now, let me repeat this recipe. The chicken sausage rolls recipe is basically a sausage roll filling for your pies, a half a kilograms of mushrooms chopped and sautéed in salt, pepper and olive oil, 1 kilogram of chicken mince, a half a cup of spring onions, 2 eggs, 1 and a half teaspoons of lemon pepper, Green masala, one and a quarter cup fresh breadcrumbs, a quarter cup chopped parsley, two teaspoons salt, one teaspoon black pepper. Your method, you mix everything together and fill as for sausage rolls and enjoy. And then the last recipe is a spinach feta and cheese filling for pies, also by Maroma and Gretchen Brian. It's a half a kilogram of chicken fillet, one tablespoon green masala. 1 teaspoon chicken spice, salt and pepper, 2 tablespoons lemon juice and 2 teaspoons garlic flakes. Cook everything together then add about a tablespoon of sago and cook for about 5 more minutes. In another pot cook spinach with salt and pepper, 1 onion and butter and let all the water burn out and add to chicken mixture. When completely cold, cold, crumble feta cheese and a little white cheese and fill as desired. Remember, dearest listeners, all the recipes are on the website. If you don't have access to the internet, call Sister Faiza on 011-854-7022. Okay. So, here are more questions for you. Um, besides adding sago into your uh, filling to keep it moist, what else can you add into your filling to keep it a bit moist? Thank Not you. too moist now that it oozes out. Okay. Like say for instance you're making a cup pie. Cup pies you want it a bit moist. Okay, so for your um, for your pie fillings, one is like you can notice in Marhum Antikatija's recipe, she's got the chutney, she's got so ready-made sauces, etc. She's got sago, right? Then you can add in your mazina with water slurry mm. to make a form of a sauce that would still carry the flavor of your filling and use that because it's a thick um, a thick sauce. You can use, um, you can make a bechamel sauce, which is your uh, butter, flour, roux, and then add in your, um, you add in your warm milk, and then you make a white sauce. Or you can add in cheese, you can add in um, also, sorry, what was the other one? Um, cheese, you can add in your sweet corn. Instead of a normal sweet kernel corn, you're adding cream style corn. Mm-hmm. So that also adds in uh, moisture and um, stuff like that. And then 
yogurt, sour cream into your filling mixtures. All of these things are um, ways that you can incorporate um, like a wetness and a sauce into your fillings, but it's also not that runny fillings so that they mess and ooze out. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, well, another question has come through. This one says, how does... Uh, Okay. Now, I think many of the ladies are having this problem, you know. You, okay, we're working around load shedding, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, you're trying to um, put the cake in the oven, and then all of a sudden, not with load shedding, now your lights go. What do you do? So, the most important thing is... Um, so we do preheat our ovens, right? Mm-hmm. But we're not preheating it from before we start baking. So in today, due to today's circumstances, my advice would be preheat your oven on a higher temperature than the required temperature. So most of the time our recipes call for 180 or 160. It's between 160 and 180. Um, rather purchase yourself an individual um, thermometer that you can place into the oven. You get these oven thermometers, click sells them, um, pick and pay sells them, and then you buy that. So take your oven, put it on a 220 or 232 to preheat, right? And then you get these thermometers that you can place in the oven. Mm-hmm. So once your oven then obviously um, now your cake batter is ready, say the electricity goes. Once your oven comes to 200 degrees, um, pop your cake in. So it's going to start baking. So by the time your cake is almost done, your temperatures drop to about 150. Unfortunately, you're not going to still get that perfect uh, baking crumb, but you're not going to have a raw cake or a burnt cake. Okay, all right, yes. Okay, certainly. Okay, one more question. This one says, Assalamu alaikum. What's the difference between a vegetable sauce and a white sauce, or is it the same thing? Um, it's basically the same thing. Um, it's just the, the culinary terms called the bechamel sauce. And a nice tip for white sauce, you can even put a green masala in there. Makes it nice. Yes. Okay, let's go to our next question. It's all, we've got a couple of minutes before we actually wrap up today's program. I know you mentioned the thing of um, can you freeze eggs mm. and can you freeze cheese. So, yes, you can freeze eggs, but you cannot freeze egg in a shell. You need to, because obviously we're going to put it into the yes, freezer yes, with the yes. shell. The shell's going to 95% uh-huh. crack. So, you can take an ice tray and then um, crack your eggs open into an ice tray and then freeze them. They will work and then obviously you take your egg out and then you pop it from your ice tray out put it into a bowl and let it defrost and then you can fry it or bake with it it's uh, right and then cheese yes you grate your cheese um it's better to grate your cheese and then freeze it and that also works perfectly fine it doesn't really affect the te- texture of your cheese okay before we wrap up, wrap up today's program let's assist the sister sure. uh, what temperature should pies be baked mines don't puff up okay so your your pies are not puffing not because of the temperature of being baking but because of the uh, process of how your pie dough was made so that's why your puff uh, your your pie dough is not puffing so if you take our frozen pies from the oven you put them uh, uh, say you take our frozen pies from the freezer and you didn't preheat your oven you pop your frozen pies into the oven at 150 mm-hmm. degrees and as the temperature of the oven um, increases in heat your pie starts to defrost and bake and then like once your pie is 
three-quarter way baked to give it that nice golden color. You can uh, pop your temperature up to 180 for about five, the last five minutes. If your pie is being defrosted and then you want to bake it, you bake it at 180 or 175 uh, as normal. But your, your pies are not puffing not because of your temperature but because of your process of the uh, pie dough. Okay, and our final uh, WhatsApp, this one says sister, from Sister Khairun in Palm Ridge, she says, responding to the recipes, if you want your filling moist, add garlic and mustard sauce. Don't add mayonnaise to your fillings, it pulls your moisture. It, it pulls your moisture. Okay. Okay, Jazakallah for sharing, sister. And Jazakallah to all those who WhatsApp, and uh, Jazakallah to our uh, um, Producer Mumtaz, our guest Mashuda, Jazakallah to you, Zakia, inshallah, back next week with a lovely program. We didn't even touch on the subject of moons, so I think we're going to go with moons next week, and we're going to see what else we can chat about. But we welcome any of your suggestions also. You can WhatsApp us on uh, 072-786-1548 to give all your suggestions as well, inshallah. Well, that's what we read for today from me, Amara and Zakia. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.